You're listening to the very first audio-only episode of Celtic Fans TV. By popular demand, we're going to start uploading our match day content, full-time reaction and post-match pint here in audio-only podcast forum. First up, it is post-match pint after Celtic's 4-2 victory against Ross County on Saturday. Myself and Kenny discuss the game, the performance, any slight differences that we have seen so far under Rodgers and the much-talked-about transfer business so far this summer. Please remember to support Celtic Fans TV by subscribing for free over on YouTube and by subscribing to the podcast format, if that's what you want to do, on your chosen podcast platform. Thank you. Good evening folks, welcome back to Celtic Fans TV. We're back with another post-match pint for the new season at Finnish Celtic 4 Ross County 2 at Celtic Park. We are as ever on the roof at Malone's if you're in the area get involved. It's on Sucky Hall Lane. I've got Kenny with me uh, to go through the game. Kenny, always important to get three points first game of the season, uh, get you off to a good start. But it was a strange game I thought, um, a bit of a nervy start, would you make of it overall? It's more of a satisfactory performance than a really exciting one. You always, I always think the first game of the season, you want to lay a marker down, you want to make your opponents fear what's coming ahead. I don't think we quite achieved that. The starting 11 was a bit of a surprise. Two of our key men yeah. under the Postacoglu era missing. We'll maybe talk about that. And then the first, we scored really against the run of play, heavily yeah. against the run of play. First, what, 12, 15 minutes, we were camped in our own box, which was a, a, a real surprise. I don't really know what I think. I think we were perhaps perhaps a bit of complacency because Ross County, you would have expected them to start with a low block. I'd imagine that's the way Rodgers would have drilled them midweek to try and break down a low block. They did the complete opposite. They really pressed us high into our own half. And we looked a bit shell-shocked by that. And that, that, that didn't last just two or three minutes. That, we had to suffer four or five corner kicks over a 15-minute spell. What that did do was leave us with the opportunity to break. And had Maeda been a bit more sort of consistent with his output we could have scored before we did but ultimately we've got that penalty and then that, that sort of changes the psychology of the situation and you can build from there but there were some positives in the first half I think Naroki the centre half was excellent with his feet really good at the ball with his feet comfortable stepping in one at Vickers and Starfelt I, don't, I think they're undefeated aren't they in their entire tenure domestically which is a remarkable yeah. statistic but what neither of them really do that often is step in he was stepping in he wasn't just playing simple balls he was playing balls over the top into Maeda that were a mm. bit more complexity so he was a nice sort of shining light in that first half and we were efficient in that first half mm. towards the back end of last season a lot of the times we would have huge possession huge chances but our goal conversion was pretty low mm. to go out 3-0 in the first half showed a real efficiency. It did feel like it lacked a bit of identity. Mm. Postacoglu's imprint is so stark. His mm. style is so unique. Yeah. To break away from that in the first game of the season completely, yeah. I can imagine that would be a challenge yeah. because it, they, they've had this imprint in them for so long. Mm. So it will take a bit of time, I think, for Rogers' philosophies to, and his system is more balanced. It was clear that you didn't have Greg Taylor bombing in inside. You didn't have... Ross County hemmed into the last third from the outset in that Ange ball style. That, that wasn't there. Yeah. But I, I think we need to accept that that's gone now. We're going to have to play with more balance. There were some nice tactical twists. Po- 
Kyogo was coming deep. He was. Uh, and he was playing balls round, round the corner. He didn't do that under Ange, and that was effective. We got a lovely goal in the second half from that. Turnbull got a couple of goals because the midfielders were allowed to run on a bit more beyond the striker. And that's, that's, that's Rodgers using his brain. But in good hands with Rodgers, the fact that today perhaps lacked a bit of identity doesn't really alarm me. I think it's just a transition. But overall satisfactory, second half was a bit of an anti-climax, really, to get in 3-1 and finish 4-2s. A bit lazy, but I thought Yang was impressive in the second Lively, half. Wasn't he? Yeah. he only played what 15, 20 minutes, yeah. but it showed real, real directness, real skill, real sort of intention to do well. So overall, a bit of an unusual game because we're still adjusting to the fact yeah. that we're not playing Ange ball anymore, which was such a distinct form of football. Right. But we're in the hands of someone who knows exactly what he's doing. So happy to get off with yeah. a victory overall. I think that's quite unique from a coaching perspective for Rodgers because. He, he said this. He alluded to this when he first came in. That it's it's worked so well. We're off the back of a treble, so you don't you're not overhauling what the players are doing. But I think the it's a double-edged sword because if you if you try and apply tweaks and then the players end up sort of in between two ways of playing mm -hmm. or they don't know what elements when they're out in the pitch. Do you know what I mean? There are some consistencies in the way they play. Like they, they will yeah. Rogers will play football from the back I mean yeah. he's going to put his goalkeeper under serious pressure to play football Postacoglu was the same mm -hmm. they will high press and when they're in defensive mode they both do it. so I think it's not a completely disparate mm -hmm. system that they're trying to adopt but Rodgers will be a bit more practical he will, we will not see the fullbacks flying into the middle of the park and trying to hem them in mm -hmm. so it's, it's a transition we need to accept that I think Rodgers is a wee bit more asks even a wee bit more of the goalkeepers than, than Ange I think the ball can often end up back at the goalkeeper even slightly more under Rodgers but um, no you're right it was a nervy start but the penalty really settled us down the inclusion of David Turnbull was one of those surprises in the lineup because you expect the midfield three to be McGregor, O'Reilly and Hatati. Hatati's on the bench David Turnbull justifies his inclusion with two goals I thought he was good um, and something we're talking about a lot is can Rodgers being here benefit David Turnbull? Because maybe if the build-up is a wee bit slower, it can suit Turnbull more. Um, and I think he's one that will benefit from this like clean slate the players have got with a new manager. They were playing him really high. They were playing him almost just off Kyogo now. Turnbull's a great talent. He's through his entire Celtic career. He's a great feat. He's a brilliant finisher and he's got a good attitude. The one thing he's lacked is pace. And in Postacoglu's system... It's difficult to sometimes justify your selection if you don't have raw pace. However, Postacoglu's system was a unique system. You don't have to have pace in every single position in, in every single system. Stuart Armstrong played very successfully under Rodgers in his first tenure with no pace, or very little pace in that position. Look, what, the only thing that holds me back from being really excited about Turnbull is we're talking about this season taking ourselves onto a new level. That's got to be the hope, right? right. Rodgers came out when he was appointed and said, this is about me, part of this is about making more of a mark in Europe because we've not made, if there's one failing we've had, we've had incredible domestic success, but, but we, we have underperformed in Europe. Yeah. To perform at all, we're about to go into the lion's den of that, you know, that, the hardest league, the hardest competition in the world, football competition in the world. Yeah. We need to be realistic about what we want to get out of that, but we want to make a better mark in that. Are we going to make a better mark on that with Turnbull as a number 10? That's the distinction. We will, can we win the league as Turnbulls are number 10? Yes. Can we take ourselves up a level? I'm not sure. So I would like to see us spend more of the money that we must have accumulated through recent sales and recent success, potentially in that position, and bring someone in who is more of a 
more of a heavyweight. You're not going to get a Champions League heavyweight on our budget. Mm. But if we want to really up a level, maybe that's an area we need to spend in. I want to come back to the transfer business towards the end because uh, I want to get your thoughts on that so far. But back to the game. I think that middle period after we settled down, got the, got the opening goal, and then maybe apart for the last five, ten minutes of the game, we were really strong in that middle period. Kyogo gets uh, his goal to make it 2-0, a lovely ball by Abada. I, I think he times it really well, Abada, because it's so easy to wrap it around the centre-half, but he goes behind him. Mm-hmm. Perfect for Kyogo. And I think Kyogo was a standout for me in terms of looking for differences in the way that Postacoglu played to the way Borges is going to play, because Kyogo was always... He was always on the shoulder of the defender and he's waiting for the ball to go wide and he's in position, as he was today for his first goal, but I thought he's drifting a lot more. Um, he's coming deep, he's trying to link up. Did it to good effect in the second half. I thought the, the set-up to just pull it off the centre-half, flick it around the corner for O'Reilly was lovely. But I think that's a clear distinction in, in the instructions that he's got and he was he was so effective in Postacoglu's system, but it's nice to see that different strength in his bow in it. At this end, it was really effective. I mean, sometimes you try these things and they don't work. Mm. It was coming deep when we got... Well, we got the, the second goal was clear out of it. The fact that Turnbull was playing so close to him meant that when he was flicking the ball around the corner, he had the midfield runners in behind. And that, that worked. That, that was a clear tactical change. Probably the only obvious clear tactical change, I would say, that did, did offer a bit of identity. But look, it's going to take a bit of time. It's very easy to turn up at Celtic Park in the first game of the season with a new manager and expect some new swashbuckling style that's going to blow everybody away. That's a bit of an unreasonable expectation. Mm-hmm. We're in the hands of someone that knows the game. We're in the hands of someone that will adapt tactical tweaks. He's still getting to know the squad. Maybe that's part of the reason why we've been a little bit hesitant in the transfer market is he himself recognises that spending a lot of money on one or two players is a huge move for Celtic and he needs time to truly understand what positions he needs to invest in. So this is a process, but that was a nice that was a nice and an obvious change that at the start of the journey was the way Kyogo sort of his movement went a little bit deep. Yeah. Staffel on the bench today is a um, slight surprise. Navarotsky comes in um, one, what did you make of him for his debut? But also, your thoughts on Starfelt? I mean, Rogers has said today that he could leave. It probably happen in the next the next seven days. Um, that's a big loss for us because we know that partnership of Carter Vickers and Starfelt was the underpinning of the the Postecoglou success. Um, but Navrotsky looks more comfortable in the ball, which I think is something that I think Starfelt's weakness was that he would, from time to time, make mistakes with the ball. His passing wasn't always perfect. Navrotsky looks like a good ball-playing defender. He does, yeah, and time will tell. The nice thing about Starfelt was when it, the chips were really down, if your backs were against the wall in a, in a Glasgow derby in a big game, he would turn up then. That, that's when he would, he would really uh, come to his best. So that remains to be seen if Naroki can handle that sort of environment. But the early signs are really positive. Just the, the fact, it's not easy. He wouldn't have played regularly in front of 60,000 people. We saw what happened to Quan in the midweek friendly when he was put in front of say he just collapsed right <laughs> it's not it's not a given that someone even if you spend a few million pounds on will come in and be comfortable yeah. he looked he's, he, he, his body language was comfortable mm-hmm. he's clearly good with the ball at his feet mm-hmm. not just with short range passing with long range passing and also just handling tight situations mm-hmm. classic Postecoglou style centre half mm-hmm. actually so the early signs with him are strong Carol Leaving's not great because if when we signed Carol Starfelt, you said, let's roll forward two years and how many games has he lost with, with Vickers? And you said zero. You'd be astonished and you'd be amazed at how 
successful that output was. So let's not understate how important that is. And it leaves us in a relatively uncomfortable position. The season started, we play Aberdeen on Sunday. Mm. In a pretty big game already yeah. because we play St. Johnson. then we're going to Ibrox. You don't, you don't want to give any oxygen to your opponent. And, and our main partnership's going to be split up, I assume, by Rogers saying that he's likely to go means it's done because yeah, why, why would the manager yeah. announce that? So yeah. we need to recruit. Naroki looks good, but we need to recruit. We can't, we can't get back. Scales, Welsh, Kobayashi, they're, in, they're too inferior. Mm. You can carry people on the bench that are inferior, but at a level whereby they'll push. You want healthy competition. None of those three give any healthy competition to the two centre-halves we saw today or Starfelt. Mm. There's an argument if Starfelt goes, we need to sign two centre-halves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we'll come back to that when we touch on the transfer business later on. Um, Matt O'Reilly, Kenny, was a player last season who we think maybe didn't hit the heights. We know that he, that Postacoglu said that halfway through the season he'd maybe had some issues off the pitch and stuff that we don't know about. But he didn't quite get to that level that we expected from him from that first six months that he had with us. I thought today he was really good. Um, in my opinion, he picked Turnbull just to man of the match for me. Scored an excellent goal, but dug a great cross out for Turnbull's second goal. I thought he was involved in everything. Um, looked closer to his best. I don't know if you've seen his comments in the, po the post-match interview. Yeah, he's with a David bit bold, isn't he? Yeah. And that's the second, the, the second yeah. reference he's made. Obviously, I, when Rogers came in, he said it's nice to have a manager that will come and sit with you and bring a bit of fresh energy and open openness to the training ground and he kind of went out of his way to, to say that David Turnbull should have played more <laughs> last season because he was too good not to be playing um, how much did he into that but more importantly would you make a Matt O'Reilly I mean I don't know if dismissing a manager that brought his five out of six trophies is, is, is he's not dismissing him but you know having sort of hmm. passive aggressive digs at him I don't think is the right thing to do but Matt O'Reilly today played in a different role because under Postacoglu he anchored McGregor and he just let Hattati and O'Reilly were two obvious number 10s they had their own roles but they were really obvious number 10s today it was a bit different Turnbull was almost an auxiliary striker and they were trying to create space for Matt because of that Matt had a lot a lot more room and a lot more space to express himself today he didn't do that in the first half hour the first 15 minutes he was completely lost but when the game they turned into a normal rhythm you could just sense that he, he felt at home brilliant cross for that was it a second goal, yeah. Second, our our third, third goal, goal yeah. And a wonderful finish when, when, when Kyogo just turned him round the corner. On his weak foot as well, yeah. He's a real talent, Matt O'Reilly. Last season was difficult for him. If personal reasons are there that we don't understand, then that, that's probably a better explanation than the fact that he just lost form for, for no reason. Is he someone that we're going to rely on in the Champions League sat in there? I think he might be. Look, we've got to think about our own levels. Still young, isn't he? He's still young. But he's got enough talent and he clearly is aligned to Brendan Rodgers' way of coaching. I think he could be one to watch O'Reilly. I really do. He could be a big... You might find that when we sit here and do an end-of-season review, he's a real standout. We've lost Jota, obviously, out wide. Um, and we know the wide positions are important in, in any Rodgers team. Um, Dyson made a Labada. Would you make of their influence today? Again, at half-time, we saw them switch. I said during the week it wasn't often under Ange that, that Abada switched to the left-hand side. Jota and Maida done it all the time, but yeah. Abada rarely ever played from the left. They did switch it in the second half today, but um, would you make of the influence of those two? And do you think Abad, both of them, but Abada particularly, can have a big season with the help of Rodgers? They both get loads of strengths, right? And I'm really glad Maida has signed, and I'm glad Abada seems to have distanced himself from this theory that he's about to move on. However... 
Maeda's has an inconsistency in his output. He's had that ever since he arrived. If you look at that spell where Ross County were pressuring us in the first half and Maeda was getting this, these lovely balls over the top because he had a free reign, he was all over the place at times trying to have a final ball, yeah. trying to get a shot on goal. I'm, as much as Maeda's lovely to have around the squad, is he a nailed-on starter on that left-hand side? If we think about our starting eleven. It costs quite a lot of money to improve any given one of those positions. If you think, uh, let's assume Alistair Johnson comes back, right, and you look at the entire squad, maybe maybe excluding the goalkeeper, it, you, it takes a lot of money to, to improve on any of them. I would think Maeda's, that position there, is one where we can improve. He's, a, he's got a brilliant attitude, but the inconsistency of his output does frustrate me. It doesn't seem to be going away, and he was inconsistent today. Abada, by his nature, is a bit inconsistent in terms of when he starts a game. Maybe three out of ten, he's really effective. But, Se but seven out of ten is a bit disappointing. But when he comes off the bench, he's excellent. But you're right, statistically, his output is good. I'm a bit unsure that starting with both of them and assuming that they're going to see us through 60 games is the right thing to do in terms of taking us on a level. It might maintain our current level of output. But I think buying a winger is something we should be looking at, whether that's on the left or the right or someone that can play them both. I think they need a bit of support. I don't think either of them were great today. Abada, you know, nice, nice setup for the, yeah. the, the the Kyogo's goal as you said, but um, there's a bit of a watch. I, I think Jota needs replaced. Yeah. You can't lose someone of Jota's quality and just leave 25 million pound in the bank. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I think we've got to add in the wide areas. We've only really recruited Yang in that that area. You touched on him earlier. He came on in the second half. Um, we go in. 3-0, we lose the goal from the corner, Jordan White at the back post while looping header, um, a poor goal to lose. I, I don't think we looked at all convincing and assured at set pieces, defending set pieces today. Um, sorry, and that did punish us. Um, but we go 4-1 up with Matt O'Reilly and then we do see some changes. Uh, Yang comes on and I thought he was really direct, really lively. The interesting thing I thought when Atati was introduced into the game was that he went and played in that more advanced role mm -hmm. and that's something that we didn't see either. So um, it'd be interesting to see. I think next week is a big, big decision for Rodgers to go to Pataudry. Does he does he stick with Turnbull after sponsor man of the match performance today? Two goals because Pataudry's a different proposition to, to playing Ross County at home. Does he put Hatati back in and then does Hatati go and play in that more advanced role um, or does he stick with Turnbull? I mean, that's the hardest question you're going to ask me in this whole thing. It's difficult to drop David Turnbull after he scored two goals. Granted, one's a penalty, and he did have a nice, I know it's a friendly, but he did have a really obvious impact during the week against the La Liga side. Is Hitati in enough form to obviously sweep him aside next week? Probably not, because he's not been that good pre-season. I don't know, maybe, I, I hope Hitati's head's not in a bit of a problem. We feared that when Postacoglu left, the Asian players particularly would feel a bit disillusioned by that. It seems it was brilliant in that Kyogo and Maeda re-signed because that, that, that was the opposite. Yeah. They felt secure enough that they wanted to commit their future. They've obviously tried to sign Rio, mm -hmm. obviously, and he's refused a so. deal. Right? I mean, so, right? not approach Rio and approach his countrymen who are inferior to him. Well, not in Kyogo's case, but yeah. in Maeda's case, inferior to him. So he's decided not to sign. Now, I don't think that's necessarily alarm bells when you've got three years left in your deal he's perfectly entitled to not sign yeah. an even longer deal at that point but it's a sign that maybe the Postacoglu leaving he's not signed a deal he's been dropped today his performances pre-season were a bit weak it's not it's not really a nice 
set of ingredients for one of your star men. Mm. It might be a bit premature to start him against Aberdeen. What I hope is when the window shuts, I hope he stays. We don't need to sign him with three years. We don't need to sell him with three years gone. We did that with Giacomakis. We did that with Juranovic, mm. which was a bit of a bold move, and it's worked yeah, yeah. out well, but you're not always going to get that right. No. So I, I, I'd like to think that we can get him through. Maybe he plays a bit of a bit part role to the end of August. The window shuts, he gets his head down, and we get the real Hatati back. Because getting the real Hatati back, in my mind, supersedes Turnbull at his best. Yeah. The real Hatati back is someone who's in our top two, three players in, 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 you know, in, in the league in our side so hopefully that's the way it pans out but it leaves me a bit nervous that at the moment he's, he seems a bit confused by his, his, his position Yeah, there's lots of competition in that midfield area we haven't seen an awful lot from Odin Thiago home yet but I thought he was impressive on Tuesday night when he played in the second yeah. half and I think in glimpses today you can see that he, he's a technically a technically gifted footballer he, he glided by a couple mm -hmm. of players today Really neat passer of the ball. Have you made a him in his early He looks early really. Minutes? I mean, I've only really some of the preseason stuff I watched on TV. It was hard to judge. I got a real good hand up, good view of him during the week in the ground against Bilbao, and he was excellent. I thought mm. he really stood out. Quan played in the same position. The first half he was all over the place. He comes on and it's like night and day. Yeah. He's calm. Yeah. He can play the ball. He was unaffected by the fact that he had fifty-five thousand people staring at him. Mm -hmm. So that's all a great uh, suggestion that he's going to settle in well. Mm. And then today when he came on, he was calm again. The only thing I would say is he looked physically, he looks a bit Small, underdeveloped. Yeah, yeah. And that's really important. Yeah. When Kieran Tierney broke into Celtic's team, he was physically underdeveloped. But I mean, you're talking about someone who's you know, one of our best left backs ever and, and we could we could play him irrespective. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that he's ready yet to play 50 games a season. Yeah. But the tools are there. The problem is, he would be a project, right? You, couldn't, you yeah, can't yeah. play someone in his position. And he's playing in McGregor's role, mm -hmm. so his game time's going to be limited. Yeah. But there's enough talent there. There's obviously enough skill there to understand why they've scouted them. The, the, the scouting's been excellent in the last two or three seasons, so we need to trust it. And, uh, yeah, he looks like he could have a future. Just last one on, on today, I suppose. We'll, we'll touch on the, the... Don't need to enter the second Ross County goal in any great detail, but we don't want to get into the habit of losing cheap goals. I said that in the full-time reaction. Clean sheets are important, even just from a confidence point of view and how robust the team is. Um, clean sheets are important, so you don't want to be giving away cheap goals. Um, and we lost two today, but... Uh, another player who I thought had a good impact on, on Tuesday night when he came off the bench was O. Um, linked the game up really well, set up Turnbull's winner. Um, wasn't involved today. Maeda went through the middle. He, Brendan Rodgers took Kyogo off. He changed uh, the wingers, but Maeda went through the middle and, and O stayed on the bench. Um, I thought that was interesting. I thought we might have saw O at some point in the game. Um, do you think we might see that frequently this season? Maeda through the middle, will it be late in a game? I mean, I, 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 I hope not really. I mean, if O was excellent against Bobal when mm. he came on, he was. I don't know why he never. I mean, he gave. Maybe it was because he'd made four subs. If he'd have brought O on, he'd have made a fifth sub. At that point, if you get an injury, you're down to ten men, and they just wanted to see the game out professionally. And they want. So the the question. I understand why he brought Yang on. So yeah. the question is, why did he not bring O on instead of Forrest? It's a big week for Forrest. Yeah. I'm a bit surprised that Rodgers would perhaps take that into account, but maybe that was the reason, so there's nothing more to it than that. A great chance James Forrest as well should have scored. Yeah, he did. well, do you know what? It looked like just a brilliant save. That, move, that sweeping save. move was oh, superb. Brilliant. There was real, there was, and great that wasn't the only time that we did that. Mm -hmm. There was some really excellent stuff in terms, although we're sitting here perhaps downplaying it, mm -hmm. there were a few moves that were breathtaking. Yeah. I think O's got a real future with us, I really do. He can hold the ball up, his attitude is excellent, he can score, he's young, he's hungry. 
I'd be surprised if that meant anything. I mean, what does that mean? He's going to be banished to the reserves. He's not no, going to play much front of Maeda. I don't yeah. think so. And I think Maeda, in my mind, has been inconsistent enough as a striker. Although he scored a hatchet against Yokohama. Yeah. I can understand why he did do that because he's talented and he, mm. and he can do that. Mm. He just can't do that with any level of regularity. Yeah, consistency. Yeah. So I think O's in ahead of him by a distance. And I want to see more of O because I think he's got it. Yeah. Kenny, the big topic throughout the summer... Uh, and ongoing as the summer transfer business. We've obviously made five signings. Um, I think there is a feeling amongst the fan base that if you look at the starting 11 next uh, from last season compare it to, to now, is it weaker? I think a lot of people think it probably is. Um, and I think when Rodgers came in, there was this sort of acceptance or, or assumption from the fan base that, well, if we're bringing Rodgers back and one of the one of the key factors in him leaving the last time was that he felt the club didn't go hard enough to back him when he wanted to take us to the next level then he must have had assurances this time round that we would that we might go extra in terms of fees that we've heard a lot about this marquee signing that obviously the club have never alluded to or no one from the club has ever discussed but there was just an assumption that that was going to happen because Rodgers was back. I don't think that is going to happen because it's not how the club operate and the club, the club's recruitment process in the last couple of seasons has been excellent, so there's no reason why they would deviate away from that. But how do you think we stand now in terms of the squad? How do you think we're weaker than last season and are you, are you happy with the business we've done so far? I don't think I can say I'm happy because are we weaker than last season? Well... It was Postacoglu still here and we had last season's team to pick. It would have been the same as today, but we'd have had a £25 million winger on the right-hand side. Mm. So we are weaker. Time will tell. One thing that's one thing I'm just very aware of is we didn't, we didn't back Brendan the right way last time, and that's why he left. That was the reason he left. We never gave him an extra half a million pound to sign John McGinn. He was right, the club were wrong. Mm. John McGinn then became a £40 million pound rated player. We never backed him to sign Cascane at fullback. Mm. He was right, the club are wrong. Cascane's gone and gone for multiple times what we would have bought him for. Mm. Rogers knows the football market better than some of the members of our board. We've got to back him. We must, must back him. We've now only got three weeks to back him. Mm. It would be a crime if he was left frustrated at the end of this transfer window and we repeated the sins of before because we're in the hands of someone who's so capable that if we give him the right men, he will take us up a level. He will take us up a level if he's got the right tools. Time will tell. That may happen. He's already said we're not going to spend 15 to 20. I think we'd all be surprised if we started spending 15 to 20. But we've spent nine before. Yeah. We spent nine on Edward when we, it appeared that we were in a less fruitful economic position than we are today mm -hmm. so why don't we go out and spend eight or nine on a couple of players we don't need to buy five or six million five or six players at eight nine million pounds we don't expect that but i think a couple at that level of spend that will affect the starting 11 is the only hope we've got of taking us up a level we have been really successful domestically we've not been successful in europe roger's objective is to be more successful in europe so you need to spend you need to improve the starting 11 yeah. I hope that we, I really do hope that we deploy a bit of the funds that we seem to have built up between now and the end of the window. Yeah, just just last one to close us out today. Obviously, Flag Day is always a great occasion. I think it's brilliant to get a win. I thought the, the scenes before the game were, were really good. Um, I, I hope there's not a lingering doubt in people's minds. Um, anyone that's maybe not fully behind Rodgers as, as the manager, given how things played out the last time, I hope that's 
that's not there. But how do you feel about this season? Are you excited? I'm excited because of the quality of the manager. I'm excited because we've kept the squad together, although I've just had a moan there that we've not bought in any marquee signings. What we have done really well is secure the team. Okay, we've lost Jota, but MD in the right mind's going to take £25 million for a winger. So there's no blame there. And we've got our talisman down on a long-term deal. So all that does make me excited. There's just one thing missing, and I just think that that reinvigoration of the squad by bringing in someone that walks into the first eleven. It's obvious when he walks into the dressing room that other people know we're serious about this season. Goalkeeper's an obvious one, right? We've not talked about goalkeeper. Maybe the complaints about Joe Hart are getting a bit extreme. I don't think he's necessarily as bad as perhaps his reputation currently is. He wasn't helped with some dodgy back passes today. No, he's never been great with his feet. I'm not panicking about him playing a a few games, but but that's an obvious area where we can improve, right? We can bring him some real strength there. So am I excited? I'm excited. I'm really excited. The identity today wasn't quite there, but I think that would be an unrealistic expectation for it to be developed at this point. Europe's the big thing, right? Yeah. We can't just assume we're going to win a treble. We may well not. That doesn't define the success of a season. We obviously want to win the league. But let's, let's do something in Europe. And I think, I think we've got a chance if we, if we back Rodgers in this next three weeks. That's the key thing. We've left ourselves a small window to do it now. Yeah. Yeah, really interesting to see how that plays out in the rest of the transfer window. That's it for the post-match pint. Hear from Malone's Bar, like this video, comment with your own thoughts on today's game below. Please don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. We are edging closer to 40,000 subscribers, which is a massive milestone for us. Uh, We will see you next week as we build up to that massive game at Putodji. Thank you.